Pizza? Pizza? Pizza! Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. The Mothership Podcast is sponsored by Hawaii Surrogacy Center. Start your family with Hawaii's leading surrogacy agency. Steph, Noli, and Brooke. Today's episode is going to be kind of an interesting one because we don't have a special guest. We're the special guests. Ta-da! Okay, <laughs> don't turn us off. Just <laughs> I'll start. What about, what are some of the things um, as moms you guys have been dealing with and challenges? I, our kids are, all that. I mean, so there's some overlapping ages, but I think um, there's some significant stages that we're all going through. Anything you guys want to share? I'm sure uh, other folks out there are going through similar things too, but things you're facing, how you're dealing with it. Oh, Noli's raising her hand. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and Steph is pointing to me to go. Okay. Well, I mean, for me, my daughter, my older daughter's a senior, right? Mm-hmm. Thinking about strategy for graduation, right? Like it's our first to go through it. And I've we've been through graduation and it makes you think about like, how do our like parents know? I don't know what to do because it's a big deal right i'm sure you're getting emotional thinking about i was gonna say yeah i think that's enough that's a probably a huge part of your you being feeling kind of like all over the place too right because maybe you don't want to accept it (laughs) yeah i've been thinking about yeah just like life is different right when someone a child moves away or is not there when they're always there right so i'm trying to like focus this year on just like okay just embracing every moment and it's like what this is february they graduate in june it's happening quick so yeah i don't know i'm just that's what i'm going through that just navigating how to deal with all that i'm preparing myself mm-hmm. are different people in the family dealing with it differently um i think my siblings are like uh like they're sad too right they're like oh my gosh and are you know you guys and our close other close friends are like oh what happened to the time yeah. and my parents are like oh I'm so glad we're still alive to see her graduate right <laughs> it's like it's it's all over the place so I I think I'm still like using the buffer of time that to, to still process things but yeah I, I mean I've, I've read about or I've, I've heard other people talk about when their child leaves their first child it's interesting I don't know. I am trying to uh, navigate that as best as I can. I know my husband is, Dave, my husband is going to, he's be fine. So it's good that he's going to be like a rock, I guess. How about Sunny and Maya? Sunny and Maya? I think Maya doesn't want to be the only child left at home. Because <laughs> then all her attention goes to her. And she's not like that kind of kid. She doesn't. She likes to fly under the radar, you know, just do her thing because she got her thing all going on. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's it'll be a, a dynamic a shift for sure. 
So that's been huge. I feel like Sonny's is ready and excited and sad and all of the things though. When I talk, you know, I, I feel like watching her grow up this whole time, just watch, I, I know she's ready for the next step. She's, she's prepared, been surrounded by a really good village and a school and mm. I think she's ready. It's just, and that's the main thing, but I think it's like, we don't know if we're all ready for it, right? <laughs> mm. Yeah, but yeah, Do, don't you guys think about like how we went to college and like how our parents were just like, okay, like, I don't know. Were you guys' parents? Bye. Yeah. No. Remember my dad came up and then, uh, and, you know, helped me move in and uh, supported me pretty much. Like, you know, shop, we went shopping for our, my bed sheets together and stuff like <laughs> that. And, um, you know, brought up all the essentials and then even met you guys. Yeah. And then ate in the cafeteria with me. So he's, he and my mom saw me through, you know, kind of. Helped. I'm sure you guys are going to be the same way. I don't think you're going to just be like, hey, okay, bye. True. <laughs> you graduated. <laughs> That's true. Right. I think parents now, we're lucky that we have that opportunity to do that. Yeah. You just have to trust that your kids got to fly on their own one day, oh. whether it be getting their driver's license or, or going to a new school, right? They got to find their own way somehow. And that, that's going to happen. Gonna trust, I guess. Right? Yeah, for sure. What about you, Steph? Anything that's pops up that's your boys are keeping you guys busy too. Yeah. Um. Again, like I just got time. Time just just keeps keeps ticking and doesn't wait for anybody. And um, our oldest expressed an interest um, after attending summer school at a so-called private school. And so now he, it's funny how he expressed interest in, you know, wanting to attend that school and um, a lot of credit to my husband for getting him, you know, ready, even though, um, you know, I don't think they start getting ready till later, but then uh, he's taking it upon himself to, um, you know, do extra um, work with him, like schoolwork and also includes the siblings so they can get a kind of like a taste of, oh. of what it takes and 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 also to enhance their skills and their curiosity um so i think i think their thinking is now broader and wider because it's not so focused like oh we're just going to just go to school and wake up but now it's like oh our parents planted the seed in our head that we have a future and now we have to work towards that future you know what i mean like if we want to get to this place, we have to put in the effort. We have to, you know, better ourselves. We need to prepare ourselves because we told them, oh, it's not going to be easy. You know, you got to, you got to be smart. You got to be serious. You know, it's not easy to get in. So um, luckily the oldest, Dylan, is very um, studious and he likes challenges like that. He's so... It's just, it's just his enthusiasm is just so it's just it's um refreshing it's good to see it's good to see uh you don't expect that sometimes because you know a lot of some don't get me wrong sometimes they'll be like oh no you know we just want to play ipad or we want to just like take it easy which is understandable because they have full pack schedules but then on the other flip side it's really nice to see and eye-opening and refreshing when they actually express that, oh no, I want to get my work done. And you know, <laughs> I like this and um or or 
saying that they're looking at other extracurricular activities to be a part of because they enjoy that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting to see your child grow, um, not just, you know, with like sports and physical stuff, but like, you know, academically and take a take a um, sincere interest in that. So that's that's one of the things, I guess. Yeah, that I'm seeing. Yeah. I'm sure you guys already experienced all that. I'm I'm way behind. <laughs> oh no, no, you're right. I don't you're... think it ends. That that yeah. doesn't end, right? Yeah. Just new goals come up. <laughs> yeah, you just really hope too though that it 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 happens the way that they're eagerly, you know, aimed at, you know, and, and hoping to achieve. And um, we have a thought of like, oh, what if it doesn't happen? I mean, we there's yeah. it hasn't entered our mind yet. But then, you know what I mean? Like, you just really hope that it it works out for them, right? I'm sure that you can say the same thing for your children, right? You hope that their dreams sure. come true, right? It's funny you say that too, Steph, because I while I agree that we want everything to work out. Of course, all of us want the best for our families and our kids and our friends' kids. And, you know, you want the best for them. But at the same time, what made me think was like some of the challenges now our boys are, um, you know, in the midst of high school. So I and playing sports is kind of a, is a big deal for them. But I think for us, you know, like just trying to consciously support them um, and it gets busy. Right. It's just a time thing. But trying to manage and juggle. um working on whatever their sport or craft happens to be and it takes it takes daily like everyday things right so and down to you know not just training and putting in extra work but it's it's like making them understand that your rest matters your what you're eating and the nutrition matters and taking you know taking certain things to just help supplement that matters and um drinking a good amount of water and good water that that's good for you type water you know it's just a bunch of things that that really go into it so I think that's all there. And I think the other side of it is really trying to help them prepare mentally for things for when things don't go the way, right? Because there's some hard stuff that happens when you get into, you know, in the midst of high school sports and you're trying to make a, whatever team it happens to be. Um, there's some hard stuff and it's, it's great if you make it and then, but you also can see friends and people that you've been playing with not make it. And um, you need to be able to kind of navigate that with empathy but still be competitive. So I think that's 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 tough for teenagers, right? For all of us. And I think, so I think for us, that's it's talking about that mental resilience, um, trying to make sure that that's taken care of, but also knowing that there's going to be adversity no matter what, um, not only in sports and everything, in school and your jobs in the future, um, whatever, your group work that you do with people, you're always going to have a hard time with certain things and, and certain people, but learning that you have to, it's okay. It's okay. And there's going to be lessons you can get out of that. And sometimes um, once you get through it, you're going to not realize it's a little bit later, but you've probably grown more from the adversity a lot of times um, when it didn't work out exactly how you wanted it to. So I'm just, that's a kind of a big one for us with the two boys, especially in a, and Ella too, she's in seventh grade, but um, for them more so because it's getting more serious. Um, and then it's just having, starting to have conversations, right? Like Noli said, as, as we're approaching um, our Otis is a junior, right? So starting to have those conversations and that gets real, right? <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle it. I think I was telling Noli, like, I'm going to be like crying like from this year for like the next, I don't know, 
many years straight but every you know all the kids are starting to kind of leave but I know they'll be ready but um yeah I hope that that's long-winded but that's kind of been our our thing is really trying to prepare them for the good and the bad and how to handle both of those things because no matter what you can't avoid it um and trying to learn and grow from even the quote-unquote hardships and bad stuff right so that's that's been kind of a big one for us right now and then the social part so i'll, I'll be transparent too there's just some social stuff too right they had they had winter ball and going on taking dates i think um you know just kind of making sure and talking to them about like hey make sure you stay with your date and engage in conversation and have a good time you know this is not just you you're with the boys and so just little things like that trying to make sure because I don't know if they know that stuff you know um and they're in middle school right when when COVID happened so I think that affected them too so the social part is interesting and trying to balance that too <laughs> it's a lot <laughs> but not any different from all the other families out there yeah 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 i like that thing you said about adversity because i think um my kids they're young um <clears throat> dylan's okay um but then like the twins they're young and they um i think they could work on that more even though i tell them they they tend to get down you know if something doesn't go their way or if um if they're not uh, meeting their probably their personal expectations you know they get down on themselves and then oh and then then that makes them more like afraid to try or do it again mm -hmm. or like you know embarrassed or I'm like yeah no that's you know and I try to give them that really important message it's so important that like you won't know unless you try and even if you it doesn't work out the way that you thought it would be you know you learn something and then try again you know um and, and I keep on, try, you know, that's something I keep on trying to encourage them. But I do see that, you know, where they, they get down on themselves, you know, and they're, they're like, oh, bummer, or, you know, they're hard on themselves. So, I, I mean, that's that's a really important lesson that I wish was easier to convey because I think as adults, we see how important it is, right? Because when you're, when I was like, you know, a teenager or even younger or even, probably even in college, like I didn't, I wasn't like, oh, you know, um, thinking that, oh, if I fail, then I'm going to learn from that failure. <laughs> I think the biggest thing is I was afraid to even fail, right? So I think that's the hugest, like, you see failure first before you see the benefits of failure. And I, I kind of right. wish that, you know, I, I wish there was an easier way to let that penetrate or like soak in and oh yeah I get it mom but I feel like that's a maturity thing too right like they gotta kind of like fail not over and over but then just like you know several times and then see like oh wow then have the courage then build the courage right and then then be successful then be like oh wow yeah this actually is right you know so yeah I, I still find myself now there are certain times instances when something happens to me and I still catch myself like oh and I'm like okay wait listen to what I'm trying to like instill in the kids because I, I it's going to always be a, a work in progress and I, I actually think that when you see a kid who's disappointed and bummed out and kind of hard on themselves I think that's a sign that they're high achiever though right so I think it's a good thing I don't think it's a bad thing and um kind of looking at it through that perspective I think helps too but um, I still catch myself doing that, man. Like stuff happens, I'm like, oh my god, 
And then I have to remind myself, like, okay, wait, you got to get back up. It's okay, right? But, yeah. And you know what? Constant learning. The one, the interesting thing that I'm, and I think I, and we always hear this too, like, you know, but it it's like, but I think we all get caught up in our lives, like, just doing the comfortable stuff, just doing, like, you know, the routines, right? The routines and, and so 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 focused and it, of course it's you got to be focused on your family and you got to have schedules and routines right but sometimes you could just get into it and then forget about you know your your self growth and then like what you're capable of and tapping into that right and I think it's so um I think sometimes you got to remind yourself or even like you know kind of take a step back and like oh you know what what am I accomplishing for myself and my personal growth, you know, or I don't know. And like, and like maybe um, fit that into your schedule or I, I know I'm being kind of broad, but then I guess it's like, I, I guess I recently discovered that, you know, we always say, oh, do something that you're afraid to do, right. Or do something you mm -hmm. never thought you could do. And then, so I kind of, you know, did it without thinking and, I wasn't going to do it, but it was a lot of work and I didn't want to do it. And then, but I did it. And then when I did it, then I, I was like, I, I looked back and I was like, whoa. And it's kind of like that weird feeling where you like out of body experience and you're like, did I just do that? It's like, you know what I mean? I just, I, I know it's, I'm being vague, but, but yeah, I just, I guess. You can't yeah. say what, what it was or. You, you no, don't I, I don't want to be, I don't want to like. I don't want to sound like oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> you know, I guess. just like what is that? <laughs> I oh. know, but I I think it was like, I guess I guess the moral of that me sharing that is um I think for everybody out there like and parents you know you can it's just it's so easy to get into that like all right this weekend we got this this you know this and this but like I think every now and then it's good to just tap into that. I don't know that thing that you maybe have neglected or not that you've always wanted to do. And it, it's kind of hard to, to see, explain because it's not as if what I wanted to do was waving. It's like, Hey, I want to do this, but it happened. Just, it just happened. You know, it just, it just happened. I'm being so I was like, what do you say? <laughs> Super good content stuff. I, like, like what it is now. Uh, you, you finally cook fried rice no, no. <laughs> and I was like it could be anything <laughs> challenge but, but I but it but I guess it's because like you know Hawaii families we held it kind of tough too you know what I mean and especially we we're trying to make ends meet so we're working hard so we can't really spend much time with our kids as much as we want or the time that we do spend with them is shuttling them around right so I think a lot of the um the real essence of being a family it's kind of like remember how covid slowed things down for us and it mm. revealed like oh damn this is really what being together is about <laughs> <laughs> but now we're back at it again where we're just like aimlessly and just mindlessly like oh okay let me just look at my google calendar yep it's saturday so i gotta be here at this time and you know what i mean it's kind of it's feeling like that like a zombie walk again so i just i guess mm -hmm. i'm trying to say like Hey, like remind yourself just what's important and don't don't forget about yourself too, you know? And 
Yeah. And, and do the thing. And do the thing that you've always wanted to do and accomplish your dreams, you know? <laughs> That's well put. Well put. Yeah. <clears throat> feel like you're in the rat race, but then. Yeah, I think everybody's going through that as a parent, like with kids who are in from kindergarten through maybe even college, you always have to be doing something to help them get to the next step. And if you feel you feel like if you don't, then they're going to like drop down a couple of notches every time you don't. Yeah, <laughs> tumble down, tumble down. But I don't know. It's a different way of parenting and, and growing up for the kids. I feel like most parents can be around a lot more um, because they want to. And even if, you know, their schedules don't allow it, they just still, they make it there because, I don't know, it's a different time to raise kids. But yeah, COVID was nice in a way. <laughs> in a way, yeah, it was interesting, yeah. I mean, it's just all the things that we even took for granted sometimes you could say, right? Yeah. 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 And wow, we're just like super in uh pedal to the metal already, yeah. Like after yeah. week. Yeah, right after it's like it ramped up even more, I think, like you were saying. It just like got more aggressive. Everything got more like I do, I do, but it, do you think it's cause they're trying to make up for lost time? Because everyone was saying like they fell, you know, behind. And so like maybe the parents are like, Yeah, we're are is that what it is? Or <clears throat> Feel like we forgot what the pause was about i feel i feel like we just jumped back into the same track that we were used to and because we didn't have it for a while we just like amped it up a little more and we just completely forgot like yeah about those times which were it wasn't it was it was scary but it was i mean for it was a pause that it was kind of good i don't know i felt it was kind of good for our family and just everything mellowed down like it's crazy like they used new york times square right empty waikiki empty you'll never see that again maybe in our life i hope not because of those circumstances but it was kind of like looking back that's something it was unreal mm -hmm. it's like a twilight zone moment right 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 <clears throat> okay so that was my question oh. <laughs> Uh, oh, okay. I got one. Okay. What is your guys's definition of a natural high and how do you achieve that natural high and describe the natural high? I would just think what brings me happiness is um, like we just had Super Bowl all together. It was nice, like family and friends and stuff like that. Because our schedules are so wired, and so going, like like even camp, right? We, we have a yearly camp. It's just nice to pause for at least like, it seems like a second in our lives. And it's nice to see the kids come together, but like situations like those, I I feel like I look around, I just look, I just, you know, I just like, this is nice. I see everybody interacting, no one's on their phones, we're all together, we're, I don't know. I just, and there's good food, good friends, good, good, good uh, talk stories going on. And um, to me, side surfing, that gives me like a really, really good uh, 
my heart is full when I see that kind of stuff. Well, that's funny because I think one of the things that popped in my head initially was camp because we do that annual thing. And I, I feel the same way. Like we're outdoors. Um, just a lot of good friends around you and everyone making time to kind of come together. Um, have fun, eat, listen to music. Right. And it just, you know, that's, that makes me pause and think like so grateful. Um, you know, other things too that, that naturalize besides just, you know, getting outside and walking and exercising and kind of doing that as much as I can and being more consistent. But the other thing is I noticed that this last few days or last week or so, just the conversations um, with the kids. Um, it's kind of cool because I feel like, like a distinct difference, like in a different phase, all of a sudden, you know, this, the conversations are a little different. So that feels really pretty cool right because as a parent you're like and you can stop and reflect back and I was talking to my husband about it and we were just kind of like cracking up about stuff but it's funny how like these little these guys who are little people just I feel like just recently are now like having can hold conversations I can see them having conversations with their aunties and uncles and family and you know joking around and having some witty like kind of banter or just even like the the topics of conversation are you know, just, it's pretty cool. It's different. It's for sure different. They're not little anymore, but that makes me happy to know that they're still, for the most part, I think, oh, I don't know if you want to know every single thing, <laughs> but for the most part, you know, like still having your 17 and 16 year old and, and 13 year old who acts like a 17 year old, um, still kind of talk about stuff, you know, and, and hearing as a group and someone asked something like a social question and then they're kind of giving input too, which I think is really cool. If that makes sense. I, I just, I'm realizing recently that we're for sure in a different uh, phase of parenthood and um, and it can be really tough having three teenagers at the same time, but it's pretty cool to see them kind of growing into like young adults. Um, I don't know. I think that's, that was, that's pretty cool. Just, it's just, that's really recent though. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Steph? Oh, yeah, no, I I actually miss our karaoke days. I really do. I miss oh. our karaoke uh, room days and uh, where we, I, I felt like that was a time where we kind of let loose and we just were free and we just kind of, you know, we're, we're just enjoying each other's company and being lost in music and fun and not being held back and, and just being together. I, I, I really miss those days. <laughs> I think COVID, ever since COVID, we like, one. shut down. We don't, we, I mean, I don't know if you guys go. But <laughs> I don't, don't. I mean, yeah. but sometimes I remember you're like, yeah, you would bust out the microphone at your house. But I mean, you know what I mean? Like it's different, right? Like being, yeah. but then, um, yeah, I mean, just like this. Yeah, being in just like that setting with friends, I think that's when you just feel free and just comfortable and just, just like, you know, loving in everybody's moment. But like, and I agree like about the whole exercise, like it's amazing what like 30 minutes of exercise and how good that'll make you feel in the beginning. It's not going to make you feel good, but it's amazing how after you're just like, Oh, I can conquer the world. now. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, yeah. you're being all like, yeah, <laughs> like, you know, it's like, well, I don't know what was I thinking? And oh, I want to go do this now. <laughs> like, you know, but then you're like, ah, you're just all big talk. 
but it's just amazing. Um, and I probably just newly discovered that because I'm starting back up again. <laughs> but um, yeah, just those things, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Get a natural high from like running. Yeah. 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 I can tell what will dampen your natural high is being unhealthy. And I think that like each of us have our own inner radars and our own like sense where you know, like you can tell when you're you're un, you're being unhealthy or or like when you not you're being too sedentary or you're eating too much junks or you know or, or not getting enough sleep. Like I think you can tell and like it, as hard as it might be to break the the change and whatnot and and get healthier, I think it's so important you know to to break through that. Like sometimes it might be hard. Like, I mean, I was kind of going through it cause I guess I was working a lot, you know, and um, I was just not having enough sleep. And then because of that, it was a chain reaction. Like, you know, trying to catch up on sleep, not having energy to work out or do anything else. And just only leaving energy just to survive at work, you know, <laughs> so I could like work. That wasn't good. So um yeah, I guess for people who are listening, if you find yourself in that kind of grind, like that's another important reminder, right? It's just like tap that sleeping giant within and just little little efforts. It, you don't have to go all out and like run a marathon, but like just just take a walk or do or maybe cut back on something that you know is not healthy or do something that makes you feel healthy, right guys? Not to preach, but just saying <laughs> for myself. Oh. What I recently discovered again. No, no, I think I agree with that. Like just removing, just trying to remove any stressor, like even one thing, right? That's causing more stress. And at the same time, add if you can add in something that's going to be helping and supplement and help you feel better, that's like a double win, right? Removing something that's not good for you and adding in something. So if you can do a little bit of that every day and try to get one percent better every day, it's it feels more attainable, right? And not so overwhelming and um you know making you kind of freeze up but yeah that's good advice stuff it might be morbid I mean like but what do you feel happens after we leave this life I don't know I just those words he said they're always right there so I don't know what are you guys opinions about that stuff you want to go bro that this your spirit leaves and I feel like it comes back somehow, but I don't know. I think that, I think that it comes back maybe in a different form. Um, I, I think I've always believed that. Uh, I'm trying to think. I, I'm trying to think there's a movie with, oh my gosh, I'm going blank. I have to think of the movie name before we, so, so I can answer this correctly. Cause I, that movie like changed how I kind of think of even heaven. Oh. It's with Robin Williams. Um, what dreams may come Does, do you guys remember that movie i don't know why that movie like really like you have to go watch it that movie kind of like shook me a little bit um not in a bad way but it was about how his um wife was just suffering i think had some mental illness but she's suffering and she i think took her own life um and the story was about it was focusing more on how the family that she left behind dealt with that um well she took her no I'm sorry their kids got into a bad accident so both their son and daughter passed and she was so depressed and she ended up taking her own life so Robin Williams is left by himself that's the storyline um but it focuses on 
the perspective of him and from the um, and the perspective of the people who had passed and the two kids went to heaven but they were in different forms so they're di played by different actors in heaven so they're totally different they like i think the son was cuba gooding jr now in heaven so totally different and <laughs> but that was the son and the daughter also looked different played by a different actress um but they had to kind of figure out that they were related there somehow mm. and then the wife because she took her own life was kind of put into quote unquote hell or not heaven um and he had to try and i think help her come back you know i'm sorry i think he actually passed in that car accident with the two kids so they're in heaven and he had to figure out how to get her out um from hell and he had to get her to remember him which was really hard because it didn't look like him anymore it was it, it's an interesting story i'm sorry i kind of jumbled that up but it's a perspective from the it's from the people that they die and they talks about their perspective and how to how they had to reconnect again i don't know i just i believe in some of that too i just think that's a really really trippy way to think of it um i don't know if you answered the question really but what do you think steph Wow. Um, well, as you guys know, I was um, born and raised Catholic. So growing up, my parents taught us about heaven um, and the church, um, you know, uh, instilled those beliefs in, in us. Now that I am an adult, um, <clears throat> I, I mean, I guess, I don't know, I, I feel like after you leave, um, your physical, your physicalness is you're just no more. And then you become like a spirit um, or the essence of you um, or the aura of you. And then I think like, um, I think some of you can be here, but like not all the time. I think it's maybe you're elsewhere. Um, I think sometimes maybe you can visit. I think I do believe um, that after you pass away, I think you a big part of you is still here because it like get you just recently passed away and then so a big part of you is still here and then like you're you you send signs to your loved ones to try to reassure them that you're okay and I just I'm just talking off of experience and then and also after hearing from others like who, you know I'll, I'll read their like notes on Facebook or you know things like that or or they'll express it to me but it's often the case where after a loved one dies you know um the person will tell me or what I've experienced is that like they see a sign or something just to show them that they're okay. And then for me, it was like butterflies. Like I was just seeing butterflies all over and then like the moths and stuff like that. But for the most part in the beginning, it was like butterflies. It was like, it was just like come in my face. Like it was really weird. It was like, yeah, it was like right after um, my dad passed. It was like a butterfly that would just like come in my face or like if I'm driving them like you don't see this, but then like a swarm of butterflies, like right, right by my windshield. Like it was really, really, really weird. And it was like for a whole month, it was like butterflies, butterflies, butterflies. And I was just like, what the heck is going on? You know? And then, um, yeah, I associated butterflies with him. And then, um, I don't know, I just think that after the person passes, then they're just still trying to connect with you. And I'm sure that they are kind of in mourning too, because of what happened. Um, but that's just, I, I'm sorry if I'm offending anyone out there. Like, oh my God, that sounds like horse beat. But this is just based on my um, my observation and my personal experience after my dad passed. And, and just 
you know, talking with other people who have lost their parents, but, or their loved one. Um, and then I guess it could also be that we are trying to find comfort in something, but then when you think about that, you also think about, well, why is it only all these, you know, things happening now with that? And like when I, I'm living my life now, I don't, I no longer see the swarms. I know, you know, I mean, it's not coming right in my face. Like, like I'm like, oh my God, that's like the third time that a butterfly is like trying to say hi to me or something, you know, like, or get my attention. So, um, so yeah, so it's like, um, I can, I know, I know the difference and it's like, yeah, I, I know when I'm looking for signs and when. You know, I'm not, but I, I think I think that happens. And then interestingly, I was listening to the radio, like when I drive home from work, it's called Coast to Coast. It's a show that talks about like supernatural and the AM and all, all different kinds of things. But then one of the guests, special guests that they had was saying that like each and every one of us is a part, like a part of the the greater being, like a, like God. We're, we're all a part of that. God, but then we all have our we all have our own individualities or whatever, and then we don't operate that way, obviously, on Earth. But then, when we pass, then I guess it becomes more clearer that we're all the same. You know, there's we don't have the differences. We're just all that same loving being, and so forth. Like I don't know. I, I and do, I I I don't know. That's just what I heard. I didn't ask them them to go into explanation, and neither did the radio host. But <clears throat> I just thought that was interesting. So that's why I'm sure. But yeah, I don't have any definite, definitive answers, but I think that's just my thoughts. Yeah. I think that's all we have, that feeling, right? Like, that's like very interesting, like the butterfly thing. Mm -hmm. And maybe you don't see the butterflies anymore because maybe your dad knows that you're good, you know, for now, you know, when he only comes to you when you need mm -hmm. some kind of thing. And especially in the beginning, right? I feel like when someone passes recently, then they're kind of around more mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. i get that sense too and i was raised catholic like stuff and you know um i appreciate that um um i'm not practicing anymore but i do believe in and like higher beings you know goodness out there and yeah i've had dreams of recently past relatives it's trippy but in all those dreams like that I have, it's, it's reassuring because they're all happy. Like they're all, like, it's almost like they look at me and they're always smiling. So it gives me comfort. Weird. But that's cool. Everybody has their own experiences. And I, I do believe like we're just on, we're on the, we're probably like, this is, you know, how you take college courses and then entrance level. 101s <laughs> i think this earthly thing is like 101 and then there's a there's always more that we don't understand and never will but understand. looking back right like how we look back on our experiences we're way more wiser and it's just like it's not bad nothing's bad it's only i don't know it only moves you forward and you're always moving i don't know but interesting i i I'm not a spirit. I mean, I'm not into the psychics and stuff because I'm I, I'm actually scared of that kind of stuff. I don't like to know. Some people like to know, um, and it's interesting. I don't know. I just helps me deal with as we get older, right? But I will say that as I get older, I will say that like I feel like I understand, um, or not understand, but I. I get a clearer sense of our mortality and just even just the realness of of how short life is. It's and that I think 
that's sad just saying it, but I think it's a reality. And I think um, when you're younger, you don't think about that um, because you're li you're busy living your own life and just, just as we are right now today, but um, the older we get, you know, uh, we you know see how fast the world changes and just how fast maybe some of those that we have known will go, you know, before us. And um, it just becomes a lot more real, you know, just how, and what is more real is just how it, it just happens, you know, just so fast. And that's, that's a sad, not to get everybody down, but it's just, it's just, I guess, uh, it's just a sad reality of life. And then it's a reminder to of why you need to live the life that you want to live now and, you know, before it's too late. Yeah. No, yeah, we're at the age where, right, like we've known people our age who have unfortunately had a shorter life, right? But I'm, don't you remember the days when, you know, everybody was either, okay, graduating college and then having like their engagement parties, right? And then their baby who like their weddings and then so it's seasons of life right so I like I like knowing how people deal with their seasons of life and and it's not a it's a journey for sure thanks for sharing I didn't mean to bring it down but I I'm always wondering like what's 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 out what's next mm -hmm. for everything what's next so just yeah yeah thanks for sharing yeah, yeah. no I think that's a good conversation talk about I don't think we ever sat around and was like what do you guys think about that you know that's real real talk so yeah it's not it's not bringing it down yeah yeah, yeah. live the life Just live it up well we appreciate you guys for um you know listening and um hope that that helped you or even if it didn't hope that um you know you still want to listen to us <laughs> And if not, let us know, um, you know, what other interested in us talking about. But um, yeah, that was a good conversation, guys. Um, I'm super grateful. And, 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 you know, when we talk about the natural high, um, I would want to like to say to you, Brooke and those that like, seriously, like, thank you for being my friend. <laughs> what? Thank you for being my friend. Like, welcome. what my dad, like, my dad in college, he came up yes. with me and then he's like, thank you for being Stephanie's friend. But it's true. Like, you know, I mean, I don't know if I can say it enough, but I really love you guys. Oh, gosh. <laughs> love you guys. Yeah. Come on. Love you guys too. Okay. All right. Yeah, tell that person that you love them before it's too late, guys. <laughs> we love. I love you guys. Yeah. Yeah, I love you guys. Forever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> Okay, on that <laughs> note, thanks for listening, guys, and uh, love you too. And uh, we'll see you next time on the Mother Show. Peace. Take care. Peace. Peace. <laughs> yes, we're gonna break.